0: Shania Twain coming. Kevin Hart came in for a takeaway.
1: Crofty and Greedo hear the stories behind some of Glasgow's best loved restaurants.
0: And I gave him $200 and
2: I said, can you tell me the recipe for that? And he told me. He did. I should be in the jail. <laughs> I should be in the jail.
1: Crofty samples the vegan options. I
2: can't believe this is vegan.
1: And Gredo samples everything else. And
2: I don't think there's any better wing in Glasgow.
1: Before the ultimate test, the Dougie Bag. Let's do the Dougie Bag. Let's do
0: the Dougie Bag. excited. <laughs> That's delicious. It's good, isn't, it's nice, isn't it? But it's nice bit of spice. Really, really
1: Episode 1 at Buck's Bar is available now. Search for Rate the Plate wherever you get your podcasts. Rate the Plate with Glasgow Taxis. Trusted by the people of Glasgow for over 59 years. The Go Radio Football Show. Listen weeknights from 5 and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go!
2: And this is Paul Cooney and you know who's with us tonight? It's none other than Barry Ferguson. Barry, great to see you and hear you. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good. Good for, him? for him? Yeah, good. good And and uh, yeah we're going to hear you properly here yeah uh, Barry Ferguson is with us tonight we're going to hear from Brendan Rogers talking about the coming season Celtic had a bounce game last night but Barry we shouldn't forget that these are bounce games aren't they Rangers as well in Germany Celtic in Portugal there's not much you can tell from these early early games no
3: the, these games Paul are just all about getting your your, your fitness up um, the guys have had a few weeks rest period and um, now um, they'll be making sure that they're physically and mentally ready for the start of the season so I, I never read too much into the, the pre-season
2: games I'm going to ask you about Rangers in a moment or two one of the headlines today was that could Kieran Tierney be on his way from Arsenal to Celtic now every Celtic fan would love to see it Barry what do you think could that happen he doesn't seem to be wanted certainly not as a starter at Arsenal
3: Honestly I, I I can't see it happening Paul um, just for the simple fact as in terms of the, the, the fee if they're going to sign him I know it could be a loan but it's his, his salary I mean he'll be on an absolute fortune um, at Arsenal um, and no I, I, I don't think it will happen Look, I think Kieran Tierney if he becomes available on the open market I think there'll be plenty of Premier League teams desperate to take him We spoke about him a number of times Paul and I've said that I think he's an exceptional uh, football player Um, and I think he's done really well down at Arsenal and I was very surprised that he's not played more than um, he he did last season and for Scotland he plays in the left of a a back three and some of his performances or most of his performances for Scotland have been been top notch as well so listen I think it would be a brilliant signing for Celtic no doubt about it Um, but I just think it would be a bit too rich for him but you never know. And Newcastle's still interested in him and you could see him going to St James's Park. Not just Newcastle, I think if he is as I said earlier going to become available, I just don't think it would be Newcastle, I think there'd be a number of clubs um, interested or wanting to take Kieran Tierney to their their club and I'm not just saying Newcastle, I'm talking about top six teams um, because he's a He's a quality operator, Kieran Tierney. And great for Scotland as well, as you've said many, many times. Yeah, l- listen, I, I think um, look, Scotland are, are playing some brilliant stuff and they've got some excellent players, but my honest opinion, I think Kieran Tierney, Scotland's most important player. Um, he, as I say, he, he plays the lefty a, a back three. He's got a brilliant relationship with another brilliant fullback, Andy Robertson. Um yeah and he just, he, he, he's just brilliant to watch he's a throwback I mentioned it on in, in Monday night when we were on he's got a brilliant
2: attitude and he's just an all round good football player Kieran Tierney Did you enjoy it Monday night? The listeners did there was loads of people calling us emailing us saying they enjoyed it you and Lenny on Monday Yeah but it was good again um, listen Lenny knows his stuff he's he's, listen, he's managed
3: it He's played and managed at the top level. Sure. Um, he knows his he knows his
2: stuff. And yep, it was good to, to have him back on in Monday. Everyone today talking about Deli Alley, he's come out in a, a podcast which will be out later, talking about what happened to him, some horrendous things. Everyone wondered what happened. He was such a wonderful player, but it just shows you wait to hear somebody's story and the abuse that he suffered as a as a child, mm-hmm. um, what he's come through, it's it's Horrific, isn't it? It is, um, and I'm
3: really looking forward to, to watching it. I've yeah. seen clips, Paul, and um, listen, three or four years ago, he was one of the top players in England. Um, he was an exceptional talent. And you've I've always wondered why he's kind of went off track a wee bit in terms of his career. It's went sideways. Um, and now things like that are coming out and been said. And I, I'm always cautious when a player's not performing um, to over-criticise when you do criticise I think it's got to be constructive and I think some of the criticism um, that Delhi Alley's had over the years has been way over the top and now you understand what the young man's been going through and um, fair play to him for coming out and, and speaking about it And hopefully now people understand what the young man's had to go through. And he can help so many others. And also his own career.
2: Because he's still a young player. Yeah, and
3: I still think he's got a lot of football. Still a lot of football in his legs. Um, You don't lose the ability. He's just been sidetracked with obviously the issues he's had. And um, when I'm coming out now, hopefully um, people uh, take a step back, Paul, and and realise what he's he's gone through. And hopefully with Deli coming out and speaking, it'll help many other people and he's who people. are
2: going through the same thing. Yeah, we wish him all the very best. Um, I think everyone will want to watch that and learn from it. We, you know, he said addiction therapy. I mean, some of the things that have happened, mm-hmm. but listen, we hope he bounces back.
3: Yeah. But he's not, he, he'll never lose his talent. Just hopefully yeah. now we're opening up a bit and letting it out. Um, hopefully he can get back on, on track again. Because one thing about him, Paul, a few years, a few years ago, he was brilliant to well, watch. He? Yeah, yeah at his height in the Tottenham team he was an exceptional football player and he's just lost his way a wee bit but obviously we know why now because he's had various issues and we're coming out hopefully as I said he can get back playing football and get back to the heights that he he hit at um, Tottenham
2: too many of us forget the footballers are human beings. I mean, mm. we talked about it about you and Neil Lennon. People expect you to be snarling at each other now. And, I mean, you do that in the football field. What did you say in the office just beforehand? You know, people, what are you going to say? Oh, Neil, you go for the ball first. I'll go yeah, Listen, it. It. when I cross that white line, you're a, you're a yeah. different animal, Paul.
3: Look, I was brought up as a young man. He, he'd do anything possible to win. win a football game. And that's what you had to do when you played at a club like, Rangers, um, and I was always big on respect, and I, I maybe be re- repeating myself here, but always respect to I was coming up against, my opponents. But when once that whistle went, um listen, it was a battle, it was a war, and I'd done anything I could to, to try and win it. Sometimes it didn't happen for you, sometimes it did, but um, yeah, some people are, are surprised that. Like he, we were big enemies. But listen, there was a, a lot of respect between the two of you.
2: And you bought the coffees. So there you are. There's no hassle whatsoever. Yeah, that's uh, right. Uh, you, yeah, you did, them, that's right. You bought it. We have yeah. the next time. Yeah. Um, other places are available. Uh, let's talk Rangers just now. I want to ask you about Leon Balligan in a moment or two. But what about Robbie McCrory? The news today, or the reports are, that he wants to go. Because obviously Jack Butlin's going to be number one. Mm-hmm. What do you feel? Should he stay and fight for his place? Yeah, or? we touched
3: on it on Monday. Yeah. I, I believe he's at an age where he can be a number one. Mm-hmm. Um, we did speak about him towards the end of the season and I thought his performances were good. The the, the game at Hibs I think he, he kinda he was a bit off it, but listen, that, that happens yeah. when you're a footballer, you can't play brilliantly every game. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I rate him highly but I just now think he's at an age where he needs to go somewhere and cement his place as a, a number one. It's obvious that Jack Buckland's come in and he's going to be Rangers number one so Yep, I'm not surprised at the reports that he maybe looked to to further his career um, elsewhere. But,
2: listen, he's at a brilliant age and I do believe that he's a he's a very good goalkeeper. Do you want to speak to Barry Rangers fans about this position? Give him a call, 0808 1717 17 700 or anything. Celtic fans, what are you thinking? We'll hear from the manager, Brendan Rodgers, very shortly. So this time yesterday we spoke about Leon King and the injury which is a blow and Leon Balligan coming no. in and a few Rangers fans have been asking some of them are happy others are saying oh well, is this not going back the way what do you feel? I think it's a wise signing
3: um, I've got to be honest with you um, after Leon King obviously um, is going about for a number of months it looks like through, through injury um, I think Rangers have acted very quickly and that shows that they've got a different mindset now where um, Obviously bringing Leon Balligan in. I think he's experienced, he's a good defender, he's a real physical presence. Look, he's not going to play every single game, he's not coming in as the number one centre-back, but I tell you what, in my eyes, it's a brilliant backup because you don't want to go through the same problems you had last year, Paul, when you were having to bring in young Leon, which was brilliant for his career, and also playing guys like Sands at centre-half, Lundström. If there is some injuries or suspensions... You, you've now got five centre-backs, you've got um, Connor Golson, you've got Davis, you've got John Souter, you've got Sterling, and now you've got Baligan. So if there's one or two injuries, you've got real good backups there. So I think it's a, a wise piece of business um, from Rangers. He's not costing any money. I wouldn't imagine his salary is going to be anything crazy. And it now allows Rangers to go and concentrate on other areas where um, they still need to strengthen. Were you surprised last year when he went to QPR? Yeah, I was surprised that Rangers let him go. Yeah, yeah I, I said that I would have given him a, another year's contract because I think when he played for Rangers, he'd he done well. Um, I went through what I think about him. You can't buy experience as well, Paul. Another thing we bringing him back is he knows what the club's all about. Yeah. Um, he's not going to anything strange he knows the expectations and the demands. So I think it's a, a real good piece of business um, from Michael Beale,
2: done very quickly. Leon King, disappointing for the young player who did so well. Yeah, I'm a big disappointed part of it. for him
3: because I, I think when he came in last year, even through some tough periods, I think the young man handled, handled himself very well and, and produced some really good performances. And listen, as a, a young professional, you want to go away with the first team, you want to do that pre-season get every day under your belt but listen he suffered an injury but I'm sure he'll come back stronger because listen the young man is he's a very good young centre back
2: um, with great potential and the news today is that Conor Golson he's not far away back to full training and also Tom Lawrence that we almost forgot about after a really good start but injured for a long time yeah in terms of Conor Golson, I think he's a man mountain at the back
3: for yeah. Rangers <laughs> you seen when they, they missed him towards the end of the season he was um, he was a big miss and um, can say what you want about him, but again, he's he's proved that he's he's a good player for Rangers. Tom Lawrence, they signed him out of all the signings. He was the one that was showing um, real good stuff. Early doors suffered a, a bad injury. And that'll be like a new signing as well, Paul. So listen, it's all about making sure they come through this pre-season and Rangers have got a full squad to, to hit the ground running um, with the Champions League qualifiers and obviously
2: getting into your bread and butter and that's a league campaign Rangers 7 summer signing Celtic now at 3 because Tomoki Iwata as you know that was made official today he was on loan for 6 months and it was converted into a full move that's happened today 7-3 that's that's not the the benchmark though is it that, they don't... well I hope that's the first <laughs> uh, scoreline in the old firm game Yeah, <laughs> that would be no bad who for? Uh, a steady yeah, <laughs> easy Barry, what about Brendan Rodgers? Then let's hear let's hear him speaking today uh, in Portugal. He was asked first of all, what's the injury update? Cameron Carter-Vickers back in training.
4: Cameron's doing very very well. He's out on the the pitch. Obviously the the surgery that he had um, after the semi-final, he's he's doing really really well. So he looks strong. So he's he's progressing and uh, is well on schedule uh, to be back. Um, so, um, so that's good news. Alistair, yeah, he, he had an issue when he when he came back uh, from sort of international duty and uh, had a slight problem with his with his ankle. So he's had that operation on his ankle. He's a couple of little bits removed from, uh, from there, successful. He's out here with us, and it's probably a six to eight week injury, but uh, but hopefully he'll he'll be a bit sooner than that. But uh, but he's prog- He'll progressed really well and uh, better to have it done at this stage of the season than sometime in the season
2: Mixed news then first of all Cameron Carter-Vickers back early good news for Celtic Yeah it's it's massive news Look,
3: I've been open about it I think alongside um, Callum McGregor he's Celtic's most important player um, I think he held that defence together at times um, certainly last season so yep that's that's that'll be brilliant news not just for Brendan Rodgers and the Celtic players but the the Celtic fans as well because he's really impressed me Paul I've got to be honest with you he was um, he was absolute rock
2: solid last season and Alistair Johnson great signing got that injury just towards the end of the season uh, he's had the operation early 6-8 weeks recovery time but sounds as though Brendan Rodgers expects him maybe a bit sooner
3: yeah he was another unknown Yeah, Let, let's be honest when he came in but um, again it was another really good piece of business um, from Celtic he certainly impressed Um Brilliant energy up and down the, the right hand side. Um, so again, it seems that he's not going to be far away for starting the season
2: off. He's been speaking about the new deals for the players that we mentioned. You know,
4: Kayogo, uh, and Callum McGregor. Nothing pending at the moment, I think uh, those guys were were up for renewals, and it was important that you know people talk about players coming in. I think it's very important. To look to keep your best players where you can, and I think uh, the two guys signing, along with Callum, uh, is a fantastic boost for the squad. You know, Kyogo and Dyson have been uh, outstanding players for the club. So, so to to tie them down, it was it was great business by the club, and also for Callum um, to extend his, his time for another five years. It's uh, it's absolutely brilliant news for the club. He's such a. Pivotal player now and the real heartbeat of the team, uh, but also how he leads the team is is superb. So I'm really really happy that he's committed also, and uh, like I say, if we can get some more strength in over the over the coming weeks, then it will put us in a great place. Uh, to take on all the challenges for the for the season,
2: Barry, you were the heartbeat. You were the captain of a Rangers team, a couple of Rangers teams. Uh, it's it's a great compliment, isn't it, from the manager to Callum McGregor? Yeah, and he's listen. He's, I agree
3: with him one hundred percent. He has the heartbeat of the Celtic team, no doubt about it. And it's it's a brilliant piece of business from Celtic. It looks to me if he's going to end his career at, at Celtic. And um, the the one thing about Callum McGregor is he's so consistent so consistent in his performances and, and sometimes he goes about about his business quietly but mm. that anchor role in the middle of the pitch um, for a team is so, so important and I think he's grew into that that role, Paul um, and obviously taking over the captaincy I've said it many a times I, th- I think it's took his his game to a, a different level And at 30 you think five good years in him at least? You know, he very ha- if- rarely misses games yeah. of football so that yeah. tells me Firstly, he's a a brilliant prof- uh, professional. Um, so, giving somebody a five-year contract with the amount of games that he racks up, I I, I think that's. Um, I just think it's really good business from uh, from Celtic, and he's such an important player around um, about the place. He, he knows that he grew up at Celtic, and I think you heard. Well, you heard Brendan Rodgers speak about him how highly he he rates him. I'm sure he wanted to take him down to Leicester when he was a Leicester's manager so yeah I think
2: out of them all he's the one that's the most important one to to sign on an extension What do you make of Mikey Johnson? Let's hear what the manager says about him because he came in with great promise a few years ago or maybe probably four five years ago he's been out on loan a few times he's back what's the latest on him?
4: Not really no that's always Mikey's job his job is to convince myself the coaches that he's ready for a place sadly for Mikey he's going to be out for a few more months. He had a, an issue with his back, sadly. So, uh, so he'll probably be out for, we would say, maybe near on three months. It's it's the player's responsibility. They have to show the quality. They have to show the consistency, and they have to show that robustness in order to, to play. So, uh, and that is the job of every player. So he was asked there about the responsibilities
2: at the club to give him a
4: chance, but he's, he's up to the player's
2: Got to be fit. Yeah, and listen, that that will be a blow. To you.
3: Uh, Mikey Johnson that he's he's obviously suffered an injury that he's gone about for three months so that tells me that he's not going to be going anywhere in, in the short term what um, did you think of him Barry when he was playing uh, yeah you could see there's no doubt real good ability um, but it's the consistency level um, and you need to he's at an age where you need to try and cement your places I look at Mikey Johnson and I look at kind of Scott Wright at Rangers, they're, they're kind of similar players in terms of they've not had enough game time. I know Mikey Johnson went out of Portugal and loaned for the season. Um, but I think these guys are at an age where they need to think, right, do they want to play week in or week out? Uh, week in, week out, sorry. Or do they want to just be a, a squad player? I know my think would be I would want to play or want to have the chance, a better chance than you'd be getting at Celtic or Rangers. So once he comes back for injury, it's up to him to go and show that he's, he's got the ability to
2: get into the, the Celtic team. 23 days to go until the league season starts. Are you surprised Celtic haven't made more signings under Brendan Rodgers? Well, he, he came in late.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at it both Rangers and Celtic, probably Rangers' recruitment drive started in January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you never knew what was going to happen. Celtic never knew what was going to happen with Postacoglu. He's left. Brendan Rodgers has come in a bit late. He has to assess the team. I mean, it's okay looking for a far, but you need to you need to be close to them and assess them that way. But I'm sure, as you, as Brendan Rodgers mentioned there, Paul, I'm sure in the coming weeks you'll see a right few bodies coming into
2: the, the Celtic team. I think it's going to be busy. And Rangers as well, you reckon, some more to yeah, come in. I, I Yeah, I think
3: they're, they're still going to be busy. They're, I think they're still going to be active mm-hmm. in the transfer market. Um, players coming in and also... I think you'll see a few players coming out which are, uh, has been reported guys like Glenn Kamara Sholak. Um I'll be interested to see guys getting into the final year of their contract as well guys like Barisic and, and Lundstrom um, so yeah, I, I still think there's a fair bit of work to, to be done at, at Rangers um, and of of obviously there's going to be the same at Celtic so I think it's going to be a busy 23 days before the first game of the season Who needs Wimbledon? We've
2: got Barry Ferguson live and Go Radio
1: the Go Radio Football Show. The countdown to the new season is underway.
2: Let's go! Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel watch there, as you mentioned, at Paul Madee. It's crazy on the way in. Affected the coffee run today, but save me a few, Bob. Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney. 0808 17 17 700 or on the socials as well at Go Football Show. Barry, are you enjoying at Wimbledon? I know you love your tennis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've been lucky enough, Paul,
3: um... My good lady got me for my birthday um, down to Wimbledon and just to walk about the place and see it. Actually, see when you're there live, yeah. the, the pace for the play. Uh, yeah. Honestly, you, you can't see them hit a ball or, or serve. Um, unbelievable athletes. But I'm tuned into it every single day. Um, love it. Um, and it's the best,
2: let's be honest with you. Yeah. It's the best tennis tournament by a country mile. It's phenomenal. I hope uh, it'd be great if everyone could get to it at least once in the career. I was there once, oh, loved it. On the pums? Uh, yeah actually I actually did try that as well yeah I see Ross Ross King was there and um, I wasn't with him this time it was Sue Barker did you see him in the Royal Box there uh, you'll be in the Royal Box of course <laughs> Barry Ferguson MBE yeah? yeah I'll be in a different uh, box <laughs> and uh, Rory McIlroy good start in the Scottish Open today yeah, i seen that yep. 6 under that was good it. wasn't it great yep. start course looking well it's magnificent isn't it have you played there no I, do you no. know what
3: I've not played there a few uh, of my mates have played there and say it's um, it's a brilliant course but I'm sure in time I'll get another
2: invitation to go down and play for sure looking forward to that it's great the summer isn't it and the football has never stopped in terms of you know the signings with the Scotland game what just four or five weeks ago and then there's you don't get much time off though do you so that's all the international players back um, after what they get what three weeks I think isn't it for the the, yeah probably
3: uh, yeah in between two and three weeks um, yep they don't get a lot of rest um, but that listen when you play at the top level Paul um, unfortunately you, you don't get as much rest but the, the way that these guys look after themselves they're, they're unbelievable uh, professionals and with the, the sports science that's involved in football nowadays um, these guys can handle 50, 60 games a season and only have a couple of weeks rest but it's important to take the rest mm-hmm. uh, and switch off and spend a bit, of, a bit of time with your family that's what I, I like to do and and then it's back to the grind pre-season. Nobody
2: likes pre-season. No. It's, it's the toughest, but it's the most important part of the season. You really don't want to miss it, do you? And if no. you get an injury, is it hard Let Leon Kings out just now, Alistair Johnson for You're, a playing catch up, mm-hmm. You're playing catch-up, yeah.
3: Paul. You're playing catch-up, so it's so important. There was a couple of pre-seasons that I missed because um, at the end of the season, I got an oper- operations on my ankles um, and I missed the first couple of weeks and I always felt I was a that wee bit behind. Um, my teammates. so it's important that you get in that first day and you stay clear of injury and when you complete it pre-season listen that, that takes you right throughout
2: the season that that gives you a, a brilliant base Since you were with us on Monday night Cyril deserves the signing has gone through from Kremenese let's hear a little bit from him we heard him last night as well but let's hear what he was saying about the move and why he came
5: um nah uh, I think it speaks for itself uh Rangers, of course, is a, is a massive club. Uh, the history is known, um, the stadium, the fans, uh, the, the, even the city, everything is amazing. Uh, but apart from that, yeah, of course, I, I spoke with, uh, with the manager as well. He spoke about what's going on now uh, the, after, after uh, not such an easy season. There, there is a new win now in the club, and I want to be part of that. Goal targets. Everyone's been talking about Rangers,
2: uh, an out-and-out striker, a last Barry in a second or two. But he was asked, "What's his target?"
5: Uh, first of all, I don't really have a, a target uh, in in, in uh, regarding goals. Uh, I have I have targets in regarding team uh, team uh, achievements. Um, but of course, like I said, like I, I think I can offer more than goals, and uh, I think I showed that in the in the last years. I think I can. I can be important uh, off the ball, uh, meaning uh, in pressing the other team, recovering balls high up the pitch and then uh, relaunch a, a counterattack. But I think I can do, in, in, in when we have the ball, I think I can do also uh, multiple things. Like I can play with the back to the goal, play in short combinations. Uh, uh, I, can, I can go deep. I think I'm best when I'm, faced, uh, when I'm facing the goal. Uh, so I think that's that's our various attributes that that can benefit the team. What do you take from that, Barry? A confident guy, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. I, I like
3: that, Paul. I'll have that all day long. Um, and I like what he says there. It's it's not about a personal achievement. It's about a team achievement. And Rangers team achievement this year has got to be silverware, Paul. Mm. That's the most important thing. They need to they need to get trophies back in that that cabinet. Um, but listen, I, I like him. I've seen plenty of footage of him. He's a type of striker that I think it will do well in Scottish football. I've heard quite a few people speak about him. Lenny spoke about him on Monday night. He was interested when he was the Celtic manager. So listen, everything's looking good. He he looks like he's going to be a real good fit. But listen, the proof will be when you you cross that that white line and the whistle goes and you've got to play in front of 50,000 Rangers fans who demand um, off you so... I like the
2: sound of them, I like the look of them, but we'll just need to wait and see. Lenny did laugh when I said you get five minutes, and you said, no, you get 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes Yeah, at the but, but yeah.
3: listen, that, that didn't bother me, because listen, the Rangers fans, they expect you to win games of mm. football, they expect you to win trophies, they expect you to play well. You can't play well all the time, it's impossible, but one thing the demand is you give 100%. What about Danielo then? Is he going to come from Feyenoord? I've be interested to see, but it, it seems to me, between the lines that Rangers are, are still really interested in him. Um, again, he looks the part. I've seen a fair bit of footage of him. So, uh, I think he, I think if you want to be a successful team, you've got to have four centre-forwards in my eyes. Mm. Um, it looks to me that Sholak will move on. You've got um, Dessers, you've got Lammers, you've got Kemar Roof. Yep. It looks to me that he's doing well in pre-season. And then Danilo um, could be that, that fourth uh, centre forward. And that's what you want. You want competition for places and you want good quality. And that's what Rangers are, are striving to do this year. I, I just like the way they're going about their business, Paul. Um, I'm not getting too overconfident, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I just like the the intent that, they're, that, that um, Michael
2: Beale's shown in terms of bringing players in. Deserves was saying what you were saying at Rangers. You need to win trophies.
5: Uh, I've I've i won the cup in Belgium, uh, but of course I want more, and that's obviously one of the reasons why I came to Rangers. Uh, we won't get anything for free. Uh, that's clear, um, but but uh, that's that's a nice challenge, and uh, we want to go, and I want to win trophies here uh, together with with the boys. And uh, yeah, I think I think this is an, an amazing club to be at, and and especially. If you could win a title or a cup here, I think uh, yeah, that will be something that you will never forget for the rest of your life.
2: See, the bookies were saying today Celtic are 10-1 for a treble, Rangers 20-1 to 1 for the treble. I mean, it's such a hard thing to do, isn't it, no, to, to achieve it?
3: Celtic should be favourites, because they swept the board um, last season. Um, it's up to Rangers to, to change that, Paul, um, because there's going to be a fair bit of pressure. There's, there's no doubt about it. And, I think Michael Beal understands that and the players understand um how big a season this is going to be for Rangers because they can't go trophyless um again because um, as I said Rangers is, Rangers as a football club is built on winning things
2: you're happy the way it's going so far. We'll talk more about Rangers in a moment or two. But Michael Beal wasn't on media duty today. They're in Germany. And Brendan Rodgers was. Of course, Celtic will be playing Wolves on the 29th, so in a couple of weeks' time. It makes sense, doesn't it, take that game to Dublin, given that it's not happening now in South Korea?
3: Yeah, I'm sure they're disappointed that it's not mm. happening in South Korea. But listen, they've obviously changed things about and they've got that game against um, a very good Wolves team. Mm-hmm. Strong Premier League team. So I'm sure that's one game that they'll look forward to and going over to Dublin as you know Paul there's loads of fans that travel across every second week to to support their team so I'm sure that'll be a a
2: sellout. there's no doubt about that. He spoke about potential transfer targets.
3: Yeah
4: but we'll look to improve I think that's it's the best time to improve when the team's done really well and, and been successful. That is, I always think it's the best time to improve, to increase the competition in the squad, and that competition is, is always good for for the players. So, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we've got some more work to do, but um, but I'm very confident we'll be able to do that.
2: Giving nothing away though, where's the club at, at the moment? Does he feel on the back of the treble? Well,
4: clearly the, the the team and the club's in a in a really good place. Like I'll go back to the first time I came in, and I'll give it. You know, you you got to give respect to Ronnie. Only done an excellent job here in the, in the couple of years he was here, uh, won trophies, and um, and then I come in and my job was to continue with that good work. We we then had we had a three-year near, near on three-year spell, which was was very good. Um, I've now come in four years later. I think the club uh, is very stable off the pitch. Really good structure. Really good processes in place. Uh, the infrastructure around the club is is excellent. Um, and of course, the team is a young team, but a team that's got more development still left in it. So, um, so yeah, it's, it, it was two different periods, of course. Uh, but I, I'm equally excited, excited coming in now uh, and looking forward to uh, to the years ahead.
2: Uh, the name you don't hear too often, Ronnie Dyler It was good that he paid respect to the the manager who he had a tough time, but he did win some trophies. Yeah, listen, that's what it's all about. Winning, winning trophies
3: I know he wasn't everybody's cup of tea but the hardest thing um, certainly at both Rangers and Celtic is to, to win trophies because you're under pressure and that's certainly what he done but I think he realises that he's coming into a a team that obviously are high in confidence a team that uh, has got very good players in it um, and it'll be interesting to see where Brendan Rodgers um, goes and strengthens Um I've got my ideas where I think he will strengthen. Where do you think? I think probably another centre-half, certainly a central midfielder. I think somebody to go in there um, with a real physical presence um, to play alongside um, Callum McGregor. But also somebody, as you know, the way that Brendan Rodgers plays, Paul, he likes football players. So not just a physical presence, somebody who can obviously handle the ball. So it'll be interesting to see who he brings in and, and what type of money mm-hmm. is there to go and spend there's, there's rumors yeah. there's rumors about how much they've got mm. much have you heard? 17 million um I've, I've heard more than that really um i've heard yeah 20 25 million so it'll be interesting to see could you see that happening for one player oh for one player no uh-huh. I, I, oh this is overall the this budget is over, sorry, sorry the yeah budget, indeed 25 yeah. 30 million yeah. not for one player <laughs> I'm sorry you yeah. know I mean, what was the what's the record for celtic was it 9 million pounds
2: Edward. Oh, Edward. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um and Fabian Ryder's been mentioned and he could be 15, 17 million at young boys, twenty one year old. Some it's a lot of money. Huge money, isn't it? For a twenty one mm-hmm. year old. Yep. Um
3: and uh, th- that's what I'm saying. It's that's why Scottish football's always interesting. Look, there's a, a going on at Rangers and yep. obviously a new manager coming in at Celtic and seeing where's he going to change because the team was really successful last season. Mm-hmm. Who's he going to bring
2: in and who's he going to take out of the team? So I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks. The Champions League's there for Celtic. It could be there for Rangers as well. And Michael Beale at the weekend was talking about Europe and saying how important it is. We want to go off to a good start.
3: Yeah, listen, I I know. I've seen an interview with with James Bisgrove saying that if they didn't qualify, it wouldn't affect the budget. But listen, Rangers need to be in the Champions League as well. Um, you want to get in that, that's where the money is, Paul, and, and obviously, in terms of a your player, you're coming up against the best, yeah. you're coming up against the best managers, the best coaches, and the best teams, so, yeah, you want to try and make sure, you want to, navigate your way through the, qualifiers, because I tell you what, that some of the qualifying games, I had to do it myself, for the teams that I played That, <clears throat> and some of them are, unknown, you're going into the unknown, and they're, they're decent teams, with, with a good standard of player. so, It's not going to be easy for Rangers but they need to make sure that they they get in that Champions
2: League group stage. Brendan Rodgers was speaking about a player that he mentioned two weeks ago when he was introduced to the media and he said he's looking forward to uh, working with players like Kyogo, Callum McGregor and Jota. But of course, uh, the Portuguese player is off now to the Middle East. This is the manager speaking about
4: him. he had a a great spell here for the couple of years that he was here and there's no doubt he was a huge success. I was looking forward to working with him, but listen, the, the kid's been given a, a life-changing offer. I think there's no doubt while, when he was here, they loved being here at the club, uh, enjoyed his life in Glasgow, and uh, he knows that from a football perspective, there's not too many better places to, to play his football. However, modern game for a lot of players, it's also a business for them. The careers are short, and he's been given an opportunity to, to go and, and look after himself and his family. So, um, so we, we have to respect that. So he's gone, and of course, we've we got some really talented players here, but um, we, w- we would like to do some, uh, some business uh, to improve that area of the team as well. Barry, what are you thinking about
2: the Middle East and the, the trek of people that are going there? Obviously, Stephen Gerrard now, is manager, huge name. Getting a bit of criticism now from some groups I, I, in Liverpool. I ain't going to knock
3: MD who's getting offered life-changing money um, to go out there. I, I'll reserve my judgment in terms of how the league's going to pan out over the next year or two. Because we've we mentioned it before, Paul. We've seen what happened with the, the China League, yeah. Chinese League, sorry. Um, but in, in terms of, like, for instance, we're using as an example Jota. They bought him for six million. They get twenty-five million pound in twelve months later. The guys went over there and earning a couple of hundred grand a week, tax free. It's it's absolute crazy money, and and Brendan Rodgers used um, a good phrase there. It's um, as a job at the end of the day, they've got to look after th- th- themselves. Um, so I'm not going to knock it until I see how it pans out over the. The coming years, but the the amount of money that they're, yeah. they're thrown mm-hmm. about
2: is um, is ridiculous. Look at the 50, forty million today for Fabinho. Mm-hmm. It's not sorted yet from Liverpool. What is he twenty nine now? So he could be joining Jota, Benzema, and N'Golo Cante. They're getting really you know young. Twenty nine is nothing yeah, really. They're, isn't they're it? getting real
3: yeah. good quality mm-hmm. players. Um, no doubt about it. Um, and players that are not even coming to the end of their career. So. They're going about it in the right way but as I said I'll reserve my judgement until a few years down the line to see how
2: it how it goes. If they came to you one of the teams and said come and manage there no seriously would you because would you go
3: if there's no, a huge I offer
2: like Scotland yeah I like Scotland. The I like working at Gory, We love you here. We don't want to go <laughs> anywhere. And every so often we bring up a job and you go, oh, what's the story? But you know, you're know, you a big name in football, Scottish football, English football, British football. And if they did come, what would you do? Because it's easy for people to... I, I, I think you're going to
3: see them coming for quite a few yeah. big names mm. um, over, over in Britain, whether that's in Scotland. They've done it with Jota. Um, and they're, they're certainly doing it down in down in England um, with a, a few players moving the Chelsea and Wolves um, and, and at, the thing that I'm looking at the guys that are as you mentioned Paul they're at good ages and they could have played at, at top top clubs but listen in three or four years this might be one of the best leagues we, we, we don't know how it's going to work out
2: Jordan Henderson we don't know if he'll go but he might yeah, go I've seen yeah. Steven
3: Gerrard's interested in yeah. him It's whether he's going to play week in week out he never played every single game no. for Liverpool last year um, so yep another player I think still got the capabilities to play down in English Premier League but as I said the the salaries are mouth-watering what they're, what they're offering these guys
1: the Go Radio Football Show. The countdown to the new season is underway. Let's
2: go. Let's go on the lines. George is on from Bathgate. Good evening, George.
0: How are you doing, boys? All right.
2: Yeah, good. Barry, how are you? Yeah, well, good. How are you, George? Good. Oh,
0: loving the I'm Loving the rebound.
2: <laughs> so that's you've made seven seven signings in the summer. Not you personally, but your team.
0: Well, I mean, I think I spoke to Barry just before the season finished. I think we were, we were getting close to the, agreeing the problem of the 10. Uh, but I heard somebody saying last night, Paul, I'm um, Leon coming in. Ken uh, going to start doing that. bringing in Davy and bringing back Barry Ferguson. I, I think bringing that guy back a great appointment. I'm not saying he's going to play every single week, but I mean, we had James Sands last week, uh, last season. Yeah. Uh, and may have been to young lad, we had uh, Leon King playing every one of our Champions League games for us. Um, our injury last year was horrendous the big guy's got to come in and he's got to be able to do a job for us he's got to definitely stand in I think it'll be Wolves and one other probably hopefully they'll add his fit it'll be suitable but I've seen hesitations at all in any game at all in putting Leon Balligan in because he never let us do at all when he
3: played so in the first time I agree with you George that's what we spoke about at the start of the show I think it's a wise signing obviously with Leon King suffering the the ankle injury, you're getting him on a free, He's you've got the experience, he, you've got the experience he's got, he's a good defender, he's a real physical presence, I think when he played with Rangers, not just at centre-half, George, remember he played a couple of games at right-back when Tavernier was at, and I thought he'd done a good job there, so I think it's a a good piece of business, because he's no cost to anything, and I think he's, in terms of a salary, i will not take much out the the, the budget, so I think, um, I think Michael Beal's, acted quickly because as you mentioned and I mentioned it at the start of the show you don't want to go back to what happened at the start of last season Sands playing with Leon King and sometimes John Lundstrom having to go into that centre back area you've got a real good experience backup in Leon Balligan look we know absolutely nothing about me personally I know absolutely
0: nothing about these guys that's come in I think uh, Butland coming in is an absolute fantastic signing I mm. think uh, if he hits a run, running he could be a great goalkeeper but at thirty very old, to get an English Premier League uh, goalkeeper. I think that's a bit of a coup. And then I think the boy that was striker we just got yesterday. Then, um, and the two signings, don't forget the two signings, and in January as well. Who I think, realistically, if I was uh, Michael Beale, I'd be both with two guys, uh, Raskin and Cantwell. And then we're bringing the boy double as well. So I think we're bringing some good good signings on paper anyway. But let's see how the day when they actually come... Um, come that like you said, play in front of 50,000 people but I think we've made some good signings and I mean Michael Beale was talking the way he was going to, uh, the, the free transfers and then the trading model and things like that and of course we're going to lose some guys as well but um, I mean the guys will have lost so far, Scotty, Arfield and things like that big Leon Balligan's really just coming in and replacing one of them mm-hmm. if you think about the wage structure the way it's going to work out so I think Michael Beale's done a fantastic job uh, in bringing in our guys I'm just hoping that uh, Stephen Gerrard now comes
2: in it takes a couple of the guys who short of,
3: like, and maybe get a bit more from the transfer budget, like, to be honest. Is that possible? Could he come in for players that you like, like Glenn Kamara? Yeah, or, or Scott Wright. He, mm. he signed Scott Wright from, from Aberdeen. Um, but can back on on Rangers in terms of the recruitment drive, I, I just like the way it's been done. It's been done very efficient, very quickly. Um, very unlike them as well. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think Michael Beale's known what he's wanted, they've worked behind uh, behind the scenes to get these deals done quickly, and on paper and on obviously watching them in highlights, they, they look they look the part. But listen, the proof will be when, the, as George mentioned as well, when they go and play in front of the um, fifty thousand Rangers fans. Um, but I like I just like what's going on. I'm not getting overconfident about it, but I did say that there was a fair amount of surgery needed to the squad um, and. To be honest with you, with seven players coming in this early on, and I still think another two, three players still to come in and top it up. Yep, it's it's looking pretty positive for Rangers.
2: George, what would you do if you were Robbie McCrory? Because we talked about it. There are reports that he's going to go somewhere else. Barry feels that he needs to play football yeah. now. He has to. What do you reckon? I, I think the well, lad just looked
0: to play football as well. No, I think he's at an age. We keep on talking about young guys and that. I think he's at the age now where this was probably the time where. Either, either makes it or breaks at ranger I think if he's not going to be the first team goalkeeper I think he needs to go and uh, find a club for himself um, It's a bit of a shame because the lad he's done well But um, I think if you bring in um, Jack Butland He comes in as your number one And straight away maybe that deflects the lad And says well, what am I got to do now But um, no offence to the lad I think the lad will definitely get a club But if, if uh, Jack Butland if, um, sorry, if, if he does leave I think he yeah. still needs another goalkeeper yeah, that's a, a, a real idea. I really do I don't think you can um, go with the two goalkeepers will go. I think we still need another goalkeeper
2: um, as, as backup to Jack Butlin it's um, quite a hard to bring some in and say look you've got to be backup to Jack Butlin a decent
3: keeper anyway but I definitely but, think the he will probably go now and we'll need to bring another keeper in Who is there as if it would be John McLaughlin would he? he's still there Yep, he's, yep. Uh, John McLaughlin's there but uh, as I said I think young McCrory's at a, an age now he's, he's not a young he's not a young kid um, he's coming up what is he 25 or coming up in 25 I think he's he needs to go and look and, and think himself and, and go and, and um, be a number one somewhere because listen I think he's a very good goalkeeper Um,
2: but listen it's obvious that Jack but- Butlin's going to be Rangers number one What about this Barry and George that uh, Musa Dembele is attracting interest from the Middle East from Steven Gerrard so somebody who did so well for Celtic Musa Dembele went to Lyon something's gone wrong hasn't it in his career could you see him going to the Middle East he's the latest 27 year old
3: is that all he is that's 20, what he is huh? yeah he was really yeah. young at Celtic yeah listen yeah.
2: he was um,
3: he was certainly a a good player for um, Celtic he's kind of again he's one of the players that his kind of careers went sideways um, but again what's an offer in, the, in in Saudi I think it'll be game changing so don't be surprised
2: if he's one of the players that makes a, the move to there George, so many players heading for the Middle East now. What do you think about it?
0: Uh, it's but it is. I think it'll only last a few years, like a thing, I really, really think that I don't think it'll last very long if I'm honest. Um uh, I, mean, I, I only care about the Rangers to be honest, but I only care about the Rangers. Right, so the one girl there,
1: the girl like it, hey, but I don't care
0: about anybody who's uh, <laughs> heard the boy last night if you got an old forum game, I don't think I don't think anyone'll beat an old forum game yeah, sure. Anyway. No matter how much money you've got. You'll not get that yeah, in the desert, will
2: you? Yeah, Barry smiling. No, I, love yeah, I, love exactly. yeah, I love it. he only cares <laughs> about Rangers. I love it. Is that the old line about two teams, Rangers and Rangers reserves? They used to say, or oh, Celtic and Celtic reserves uh, for the other half. Uh, right. So more signings we've talked about. Uh, Danilo looks as though that could be on. And what about Sifuentes as well at LA? I'll ask Barry first. Any word on him? Well, it looks to me if a,
3: a deal's going to be close. Again, he's another one where I've kind of done a bit of homework on. Um, he looks apart, Paul. Um, there's, there's there's no doubt about it. Um, good football player, get a bit of physical presence about him again. And I'll go back, I keep using that word quite a lot with Rangers, but that's what I see with Rangers now. They're not just bringing in good football players, they're bringing in guys with a, a bit of size as well, a bit of presence about them. And that's that's good to have in a, a team. But listen, I, I think there's going to be another two or three signings no doubt in my mind about it but yeah, there's going to be two or three going out the door sure. as yeah.
2: well mm-hmm. George what's your first game are you going to the testimonial for Alan McGregor I think we've lost him I think the line has gone maybe he's gone already already George good call You're though line anyway. not, him off not, there not at all he, says he only cares about no, Rangers George he's still there <laughs> uh, he has gone, it has gone so answer, uh, it's great, I love isn't it? <laughs> uh, it's great hearing all different accents, isn't it? Bathgate the laddie he was talking about there, and uh, hey, he likes the sound of Jack Butland and he liked the sound of Deserts, whom we oh. heard from earlier. And yeah. it's good to see about...
3: but I think he's using his, his brain there, George. I mean, Baligan, I keep going yeah. back to it. I, a lot of people are thinking, Oh, why are we going backwards or or whatever. I just think it's a, a cute sign, and I think it's a sensible, sensible sign. He's not coming in to be the number one centre-back. What you're getting is you're you're getting a guy who's played a number of games for Rangers in the past, done really well. For me, should have got a year's extension Mm -hmm. last summer. It never happened. He went down to QPR and now you've got a chance of getting him in a free transfer and quite a low salary probably as, as well. So I think it's a a really good piece of business by Rangers.
2: Let's hear one more from Brendan Rodgers. He was asked, and people did say, I mean, a month ago, I don't think you'd think that he would be back at Celtic. He is in the lure of Europe. How big was that for him? And what's he thinking of Celtic's prospects in this coming season? Listen,
4: we're, we we have to be realistic. You know, it, it's really exciting and it's obviously, you know, it's a competition that has uh, is the highest level that you can that you can play in, in club football. I think what's important for us is to be really competitive against the top, top level teams. Um, but, uh, but it's also European football as a whole, uh, is to try and get as far as we possibly can in whichever competition we're in. Of course, when we arrive into the, the Champions League, we want and uh, our ambition is to, to, to qualify out to that, uh, that group stage. That is a huge challenge. However, it's a challenge that we'll embrace. Uh, if not, then we want to try and ensure that we've got European football after after Christmas and go as far as we possibly can.
2: And that would be a win, wouldn't it, for Celtic to be in Europe in whatever competition. The Europa League probably is the one... Yeah, that...
3: I, I honestly believe, and I'm not just saying it, I'm talking about for a Celtic point of view and the Rangers point of view. I, I think if both are in the Champions League group stages, I think they've got to be looking, at the very least... I'm not saying they're going to win. They're not going to win the group stage because it's come down to finances and whatever the size of the clubs are playing against. They need to be at least getting that third place. And um, I think that's one of the the lures for Brendan Rodgers to come back. Mm -hmm. Champions League, where you're coming up against the best, Paul, best players, best teams, best managers, etc., etc. So yeah, I would expect both managers, if they are well, obviously Celtic are in the Champions League that. They'll be Ian Martin European football after Christmas. So far so good then for your old club, you would say, in the signings? Yeah, no ball's not yeah, kicked yet, would Yeah, and, we yeah don't the know, ball's not yeah. kicked, and I'm I'm always reluctant to I'm not yeah. gonna get carried away. I, I just like how quickly and effectively the business has been been done. Um genuinely you see one or two signings coming in, then another couple of halfway into pre-season, and another couple at the end of the window. It's obviously been planned and it's been planned well and, and, and you've, got to, you've got to take your hat off to how quickly they've, they've done the business. And Celtic, you'd expect them to make a, a few a more signings. Yeah. Without a doubt, I think you'll see Celtic
2: signing three or four players. Barry, that's the hour that's come and gone. Thanks very much. Great to have you on a Monday night with Neil Lennon and tonight as well. And we'll see you soon. Brilliant, Paul. Cheers. Cheers. This time tomorrow night, Peter Grant will be here.
1: The Go Radio Football Show. The countdown to the new season is underway.
4: Let's go!